Before the episode begins, I'd like to apologize for the delay of the releasing of this episode. We've had everything from jam-packed schedules to technical difficulties to people leaving the country and therefore not being able to record. And so it's been a long journey, as happens with any new project that's starting up. Um, But we plan on having more regular episodes in the near future. Please enjoy. Hello and welcome to the YAT podcast, where YAT stands for Young African Talks. What is this show all about? It's about young Africans passionate about the continent, passionate about sharing African stories as well as amplifying African voices. Our goal is to start some awesome conversations around what's happening in the continent, especially amongst young people, what we're talking about, what we're thinking, what we're doing, as well as what we hope for the future. Join us as we explore uniquely African issues from all over Africa. Uh, Hi everyone, welcome to the YAT podcast and this week I am joined by a very special guest because my co-host Andrew could not make it today. I am joined by a good friend of mine whose birthday it is today. Happy birthday. Thanks Lynette. Yeah, so go on and introduce yourself to the peoples. uh, Hey guys, uh, your boy Tinashe here uh, from Zimbabwe. I'm uh, currently doing my postgrad studies at UKZN. Just your postgrad studies? Come on. Oh yeah. Um, I'm doing a lot of side projects on the side, so just to keep the money rolling, I guess. No, that's not what I meant. (laughs) That's true. He's also doing a lot of side projects. But what I meant is you should be specific that you're doing your PhD, which is a big deal. You think? I think so. I think that's really okay, cool. Okay, going with what Lynette says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm doing my PhD Doctor in engineering. Exactly, right. that too, in engineering. <laughs> yeah, it quite sounds big now. now well, yeah. it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. No, sure. Yeah, really? I think so. Oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. So, um, Maybe to give a background as to how we met, um, kind of talk about how we met briefly. You have a different version of how we met as to how, how I remember it. <laughs> so I think uh, it's best you tell them how we met. <laughs> I'll keep my version to myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't like the way you phrase that. But... Um, uh, just for context, I love watching TED Talks and TEDx Talks. Um, I'm not plugging TED in any way. They did not pay me, although, you know, like they should because <laughs> I watch a lot of videos. But um, I love watching TED Talks and TEDx Talks, and I wanted to help organize a TEDx event at one time. And I happened to look up um, the TEDx events near me. Um, this was in like May or June of 2017, I think. Yeah. 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 It was actually, yeah, April. April. Yeah. And I looked up um, TEDx events near me. And at that time, I was studying at UKZN, University of KwaZulu-Natal, at the Peter Marisburg campus. And it so happened that there was an event happening in August of the year, and Tinashe was the head organizer. So yeah. I literally, like googled him you know like stalker <laughs> mode activated and then i found him on linkedin yeah, and i sent him a message yeah that, that yeah. was quite smooth 
You Edu- think? Edu hit you me think? up on Facebook. I wasn't going to respond. Really? Yeah, like one of those groupies, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you had but groupies at the time. Oh, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and that's how we met. Sure, yeah. Mm. Quite, uh, quite a way to meet. It was pretty cool. And yeah, it's actually a very good relationship that we cultivated. True. Really proud to call you my friend. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thanks. I'm proud to call you a friend too. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So I thought we could kind of talk about the different male and female relationships among young people in the different African contexts that we have um, experienced and lived in and touch on issues of equality, fairness, and gender roles. And maybe I think my first question would be, Women's Month, why don't we have a men's month? Is it fair that we only have a women's month? What do you think as a young African man? Well, as a young African man, well, it's it's pretty much sensitive to uh, think about how women have just kind of overtaken everything. Mm-hmm. I don't say it in mm-hmm. a bit like guys, but yeah, it's... Uh, it's okay. Uh, I was raised in a strong life of matriarchs. Mm-hmm. I respect women a lot. Mm-hmm. However, it's only fair that we celebrate both species, right? Okay, so, true. Yeah, well, women are the best. Women are fragile. Fragile vessels, they need protection. Right? <laughs> I'm not sure. I like that statement. <laughs> women are fragile? No, they are fragile vessels, right? Okay. So, they need special attention. But again... So are we men? Mm-hmm, we need mm-hmm. some special kind of attention. True, you know? true. But uh, uh, considering that we're in Africa, mm-hmm. the way we are brought up, you know, our backgrounds and how we are taught as men to be men, you know, mm-hmm. like capital letter M A N. Yes, so yes. It is just one of those things that uh, kind of masks a lot of emotion that goes within being a man and the boy child. So, in all fairness, it would be good to have a man's month. Mm. You know? I mean, there's Valentine's. You're pumping money. Women's Day. You gotta show some women gifts again. But anyway, it's cool, right? It's cool. But it would be nice if stuff reciprocates, guys. It would be really nice. Yes, <laughs> yeah. true, true. Yeah, sure. We need more reciprocation, I do think. Absolutely. Because we are in danger of it becoming too much of a focus of a woman. Oh, yeah. It could be like reverse patriarchy. But let's not let's not <laughs> raise that. I, I have two questions as I was listening to you talk. I was like, hold on, it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> Should we consider that? Isn't that like a bird sexist thing? <laughs> like and then two, I would love to hear an example of, you know, like that idea of being raised to be an African man, quote unquote. And, okay, you know, sure. you know, like what, you know, how that plays out in reality, in you know the way you grow right. up. Oh, uh, for starters, with uh, with Valentine's, yeah, it's a couple thing, right? Yes. But again, there's some these underlying nuances that are just somehow, in a way, yeah, registered. That it's that just, are just for you know women. what? It's for women, <laughs> you gotta spoil you. You get it, right? It's yeah, I get it, but yeah, it's so, like so you. I'll go, I'll stretch a mile, man, for my woman. You yes. Know? Yeah. I wouldn't Rightly expect so. her to do that. What? I, you I don't want know. me to, like, organize a cool Valentine's Day for, like, my man if he... Well, bed of roses, yep. 
a bed of a bed of roses. Okay, yeah, I, so, I'm making a mental note. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, yeah, I, I would actually uh, appreciate some sort of love from a woman apart from a text. Exactly. But again, um, it's it's normally a thank you text, like thank you, sweetheart. You're so sensitive and thoughtful. Thank yeah. you for the nice day. Thanks for the nice day. You bought me some nice wine, nice chocolates, nice yeah. packaging, nice flowers. But but what are you gonna get me, woman? <laughs> you know, okay. Kind of yeah, so. Okay. I feel like this is another episode <laughs> topic. This is another episode we need to unpack. Yeah. But duly noted. Okay, men out there, Valentine's Day should yeah. be more equal. Um, kind of. Also, I'd love to hear some thoughts on that, guys. Send us an email. Send us a voice note. What you think? Oh yeah. I the really, yet podcast at gmail dot com. I really wish this thing was live. Yeah. <laughs> so that people could. Yeah. yeah we're gonna. Yeah. We, that's that's the plan. That's the plan, right? Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um. So, but the practical examples of being raised. The African man. The African uh, man. Um. Uh. I love TED Talks just like you. So this one time I bumped into this short clip. Mm-hmm. Uh, this lady was like, whenever you walk to the park, whenever a girl just tries to climb up high, jungle gym, mm-hmm. the mother screams. Oh yeah, I was like, hey, yeah, yeah, get yeah. down. You, yeah, know, yeah, you yeah. don't want to break your bones. Yeah. But if a boy child does the same, mm. it's like, yes. keep going up, mm. jump, take a risk. True. So I wouldn't say it's it's just particular to the African context, I would like to think it spreads across. Uh, it's all over the world. Every boy child is just raised. It's just, you know, you gotta be tough. Yes. Well, true. in all essence, as a man, you gotta be tough. I, I don't stand sissy boys. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, guys. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> don't you think that's another layer of what we're talking about here, Tanashi? <laughs> Oh, but yeah, well, yeah, yeah the, you see now, yeah. the practical implications now. Yes. When someone tries to communicate their emotions, yeah. like, clean and clear, right? Yes. As a man, I, I will give you that look. Like, like, why are you talking to me? Why are you talking like that? <laughs> why are you being like that? Go in the closet and, and cry. cry. Come oh back up. Macho man, man. Oh, man. Just man that sounds so exhausting. It's super exhausting mm. if you think of it because, come on, man. I, I, I'm not made of stone. I'm not yeah. emotions. Yeah. I would also need some sort of beast of burden. I would need someone to, you know, yeah. unload my emotions on. Yeah. But now, I can't do that to my wife. Say, in a married setting, right? I can't do that to my wife. So to speak, because that's what we were taught. Yeah, you have to carry the burdens of the family. You have right? to so, bleed. Yeah. So if bleed. you cry, who, who, <laughs> what, what's your wife gonna do? Man? Yeah. If you cry, you're the dad and kids. Yeah. You, cry, you can't do that, you know. Mm. So even if it's a guy, <clears throat> I've got siblings, sisters all over. So even when things are really tough on my side, I mm. just have to be strong, right? Yeah. And. No one really taught me or told me that, you know what, man, it's okay to talk to your sister, your mom, your cousin's sister, yeah. your niece, that uh, I'm overwhelmed yeah. emotionally. You get it? Absolutely. I'm really overwhelmed. I can't do this. I need emotional help mm-hmm. and support. So those are the kind of unregistered truths that happen. And 
those are some of the things that we mask as men that we don't really, you know, bring out there and communicate because no one is really willing to. So I would have to now ask you which month was going to be men's month because all the months are taken. <laughs> like, like that. <laughs> yeah. All the months. I think there's a month that's been allocated to everyone where he goes, you know, like I, I maybe you, May, yeah. May men's month, maybe. Well, uh, uh, before I answer that, I need you to balance me here. How many <laughs> women's day do we have in a year? One. We have a National Women's Day in South Africa. And? And Women's Month. And then there's International Women's Day. There we go. Explains <laughs> <laughs> why every month is taken, right? So. <laughs> there's International and National. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, but you guys have Movember. Wasn't that a thing that on, started... Man. What about guys without beers? <laughs> Count, so for man. context, November is the month. It's November where men grow out their beards, mustache, and their mustaches. Yeah. I, I, I've stopped shaving now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Due up to November. When did you stop shaving, Tanaje? <laughs> <laughs> that's more important question. <laughs> that's a story for another day, but it's just a build up to you know November. November. Yeah. So you're not happy with November as men's month? Well, we can personalize it since it's the only month left. <laughs> By default, we right? already so, claimed it, so let's just you know kind of yeah, we might as well, yeah, just exactly build up everything involving men mm. on November, which is pretty cool. One month before Christmas, so yeah. So, what would in your mind men's month look like, or you would <clears throat> want it to feel like or look like? Um, I would like for it to be like an open month where men have the most difficult conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, not conversations. Conversation. Mm-hmm. Dude, speak out your emotions. Yes. Number one. You know, yeah. Like, okay, we can organize a small talk, that kind of thing. Like, okay, we, we are meeting up at this beer station or this barbershop. Yeah. As men. Well, women included. They can be audiences. You're not allowed to comment or anything, but just get to hear <laughs> just man. Listen. listen, yeah, please listen, yeah. Because uh-huh. I mean, we we suffer as much as women do. I know there's gender-based violence, mm-hmm. right? And uh, back then, our mothers suffered because the men took precedent, mm-hmm. especially in the African context, where like the man goes to school, not the woman. Mm-hmm. But now. You look at it this time around, it's it's that point doesn't really hold water, it's not as valid as it was mm-hmm. back then because people are more independent, yeah. people are more independent, and also why I say that is, um, there has been so much emphasis on the girl child, the boy child has been neglected now, so that kind of suffering. I don't think if this whole girl child first thing was meant to mollify or ameliorate how women were or mitigate I mean um, the kind of I almost saw but the, the kind of stuff that uh, women went through mm-hmm. that would hinder them from getting opportunities kind of thing but now we see that in reverse now so it seems like it's a malicious cause you know cause malicious <laughs> Okay, okay, this is this is my thing. Okay, sure, sure. I'm going to draw parallels to colonialism. 
Sure. Right? Yeah. And repatriate... How do you say that word? Repatriations. Well, you know, like... Yeah, repatriate. That word. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's like literally entire systems and were put in place and are still in place to favor the male. So the, the retrospective or like in comparison... The, the years in which women have been kind of given, like, precedence, has, are, they pale in comparison to the institutional nature of patriarchy, right? True. So, to, like, for men to think it's, like, just that short period, you How know, really displaces... How short is short? Okay, yeah. this is the thing, right? Yeah. I think one of the most powerful ways in which we can look at how institutions have how long institutions have been upholding women is look at like legal property rights for example and legalistic measures that were put in place to protect women yeah for example i think it was in 2003 i really shouldn't be saying stats stats but like i think it was only in 2003 that botswana um abolished marital power and marital power is where the man <laughs> is in is is a big is allowed to act in capacity of the woman's property or enter into binding agreements in terms of the woman's property and you know just on behalf of the woman right okay, and sure, i hope i'm sure. i hope i'm saying this right i hope i'm, I'm not you know like murdering law but this is the thing it's like an indication that only till 2003 were men not allowed to make decisions of a woman's property so if i got married to you tinashe and i came into the union with a with a house you are you had every legal <laughs> rights to decide whether to sell that house to decide whether to change that house to your name to decide whether or not you were going to i don't know Oh, sure. You know, pass that out house to to your son in a will. But it, I came with it, it's under my name, but you have all the power. Our son. Well, <laughs> our son, our son. That's yeah, true. Well. But the thing is, like, in comparison, and this is just a one example. Okay, okay. It's fair enough, but uh, that's like one particular case of the many cases that the whole... Uh, I don't want to put the word feminism. Mm-hmm. The whole feminism or women first agenda uh, wanted to change or, you know, yeah. flip tables. Well, women first. I don't think that's what gen- uh, uh, feminism is about. Uh, I don't know. But um, if I am to, from where I'm standing. From where I'm, you're I'm, standing. Yeah, yeah, from where I'm from standing. From your male perspective. No, no, no. This, this, I, see, I don't see gender in this. Oh, my God. <laughs> from oh, where, from no. where I'm standing. From my perspective, it's yes. okay. Some of the laws might have taken time to change, mm-hmm. but some have changed. Like, I mean, for as long as I can remember, mm-hmm. okay, I don't have like examples examples at the top of my head. But uh-huh. I am pretty much sure that this whole movement, right, since its inception, they've made strides, which is true, and it's been like a victory, one victory at a time. Okay, but now those victories that you guys got 
She's sorry about you guys, the you guys part. Mm-hmm. I don't want to categorize anyone. You should say yeah. women or feminism. Yeah, or, you know, instead of you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry about that. It's so, like yeah. an othering. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, every other victory that you've been um, attaining, okay, mm-hmm. comes back to my point where I was like, it's kind of malicious now. Like, okay, we might not have attained a certain victory at a so-and-so time, for example, not until 2003 that the Botswana government abolished the marriage. Okay, mm-hmm. but it's one particular point. If we were to re- rewind or go back, there are also aspects that the feminism, feminism movement or feminist movement, I mean, got victories over. And those things... For example, say you guys managed to abolish a law in 1996, mm-hmm. 1992. Mm-hmm. Or even earlier. Or even earlier, right? Yeah. I I was born maybe 1998. Yeah. Okay. I get to suffer through that sort of malicious or malice kind of... Uh, again, this is from where I'm standing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just trying to say... They, it feels like it's it malicious. It feels like... Malice at play, like okay, you guys have been riding or running on top of our heads for a long time. Now it's our turn. It's you know, with with feminism being a hot cake right now. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, I can switch sexes right now, transgender then just get on the hot cake thing and just make strides. If I had a beef with someone, I would certainly settle it, settle down like. Beef with legislation, beef with laws, procedures, processes, rules and regulations, bylaws, you know. So, just to put it in a nutshell, we can't just focus on one particular victory that was, say, attained. It was just an example. I was yeah, I trying understand. to focus on, on okay, that. Okay, uh-huh, yeah, but, but go on. Yeah. Of course, we need um, uh, to liberate women wholly. Because everyone is equal. Okay? We need to liberate. But during that liberation, may we not use malice as a weak one? I would love a concrete example of what feels malicious. Because for me, what's what's happening with feminism is trying to dismantle institutional systems that favor men. And that's not attacking men. That's attacking an institution that, that should be separated from the men themselves. And in, in doing that, men should realize it's about, like, I know it feels like an attack, but it's about the system that <coughs> places you in power consistently over women. So to internalize that attack is to say that you are, you are the system. Like, it's almost like saying that um, now that the system is taken away, you know, now I'm not going to benefit. No, now we all benefit on a basis of equity and equality. You know? I understand. I yeah. Understand. Well, uh, well, just to give you a balanced opinion also. A balanced opinion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was unbalanced. From where I'm standing. From where you're standing. Yeah, okay, uh, go on. Institutionally, yeah. I mean, privilege, male privilege has been successfully institutionalized. So maybe what I say or how I react to certain aspects of uh, gender 
uh, I might feel as oppression. Mm. If you are in, in a position of privilege, which is true, right? Yeah. Yeah. Equality might seem like oppression. Yes. Of some sort. So Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm not disqualifying the fact that uh, there's been just there's been institutionalized privilege, just like racism, uh, mm-hmm, colonization, mm-hmm. colorism. Yes, you know all and, all the isms. Yeah, all the isms, right? Yeah. So I, I'm not denying the fact that there is actually some sort of privilege involved, and the resistance to change can be, you know, it can come off as yeah. As inhibiting progress, it can come yeah. off as misogyny because it's yeah. like, why don't you understand? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Equality, like I said, feels like oppression. If someone t- <sighs> takes away your privilege, that's a powerful statement. So yeah, extending. You know, I was, quite, I was quite pissed this one time. Uh-huh. I don't know what, what pissed me. Uh-huh. And there's Johnny Walker, right? Yes. The senior version of that. I'm like, why, why, why are they doing this? <laughs> Why are they meddling in our hobbies? Because okay. equality. It was just, it was just a, a natural instinct, you know. Yes, ah, it what? is. It is a natural it's instinct. Crazy, but now after the the, the commercial, oh. I just relaxed and like, but why am I tripping here? I mean, <laughs> it's just an ad. It's just alcohol anyway. Mm. And anyway, women are entitled to drink too. Exactly. It's for men. Shout out See? to that. <laughs> you get it. So yeah, that, that's one way of seeing it. Another way is. Uh, in as much as we want equality, let it be holy equality. No malice involved. No, like, okay, we are turning the tables. The wheel is turning. You know, you guys have been running over our heads. Now it's our turn. Uh, it happens, Lynette. I, I can see your facial expression now. Uh, because look, I don't correct. understand how... Okay, I really need an example need of an the example. maliciousness that you know comes with Is empowering the, okay, women okay no it's it's um it's quite simple right okay we are in a university system right now yes setting, quite clear you get numerous 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 calls for bursaries uh undergrad bursaries bursaries it's plain, plain text, black and white mm-hmm. and then it's like they women only preference. sometimes it's women only bold Preference is given to women. And I'm like, but why? I know, I understand we need to balance the industry with women too. But what about the males? You get it. So in your quest for equality or balancing uh, gender roles or gender representation in whatever aspect of life, industry, homes, schools, and there's, it, it has to be genuine. That's what I'm saying. It has to be genuine. Don't neglect the boy child because there were institutions set before, even before I was born, that supported, uh, that supported, I mean, male progression. But it's not like I support those things because, I don't know, it's just privilege handed over to me, but it's, it doesn't mean I support it. I know it sounds crazy. It <laughs> sure you, sounds like you, you do support it right now, to that where you're like, you, it's you, not you, fair. You, 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 I mean, you're taking the proceeds of war and you're like, I don't support war. <laughs> exactly. Like, war, but that's what's happening. But it happens. In reality, it happens. But you see, this is the thing. That but is so contextual too. In the absence of things like that 
do you not think the woman child would be would still systematically be at the lower position if we didn't have movements that uplifted intentionally uplifted and gave opportunities to women through these bursaries or you know kind of focused on kind of empowering the the young child um providing for the young child things like menstrual cycles those things are not cheap this, why are condoms free but menstrual cycles like pads are not free but that's a different different story yeah, but sure. if we did not have these things don't you think that like for me it's like let's use a very uh simple example right you can't keep you can't accept to move in a different direction if you don't turn a corner so yeah. like if we're not intentional about providing these spaces for women <coughs> you know are we just not going to be singing the same? Yeah, we need to empower the women, but not achieve that change in status quo. So how can we not do these things for women and men don't feel like they're being um, look, looked over? Okay. Uh, you know? That's a, that's a very strong question. It is a it is a layered and, question. And strong questions require strong opinions. Right? Strong opinions. <laughs> What's your strong opinion? <laughs> oh my god. Well, I understand. We've intentionally, you know, intentionally. It's intentional women. and it has Quite to intentional. be intentional. Yep, it has to be intentional. And um uh, another way of looking at it, had it not been intentional, I mean with the way the world is going on right now, um, accelerated change, overwhelming change, mm-hmm. I think eventually the confluence of events, eventually we're going to allow some kind of space for women to thrive. Okay, that is uh, where I disagree with Okay, you. I understand. That's why I said strong opinion. Strong opinion. Okay. I'm not saying this from a position where I want to Protect privilege, right? Okay. Everything has to be intentional. It's true. <laughs> but again, had it not been intentional, the confluence of events, you know, time eventually. Because the world is going through accelerated change, Lynette, and yeah. But don't you think it would have taken too long? Well, how long is long? Because again, your quest for equality, can you say you guys have reached a destination? Or? I don't think it's, 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 it's nearly as, 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 as good as we want it to be. Yeah, yeah, well. Because you still have women who are systematically oppressed, systematically looked over because, you know, they're assumed as not good enough for such a job. You know, systematic violence, gender-based violence, yeah, yeah. you know, in less, yeah. you know, in very different areas. Sorry, very various areas, whether both you know, like privileged or not privileged, you know, low income, high income. There's like there's like systematic ownership of women's bodies that is a byproduct of male privilege. <laughs> very, very much true, actually. You uh, know, I wrote an article. Mm-hmm. Well, it's one of my I pen down articles on my free time. So. Mm-hmm. When you're not doing a PhD in engineering, okay? Yeah, like yeah. just flexing my mind. Yeah. yeah. Not flexing. Oh, no. Just relaxing. We need guys. to make this a no flex zone, okay? <laughs> okay, but I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, go yeah, on, sure. go on. I will. It just goes on to support what you just said. Like, um, oh, by the way, I'm, I'm not taking any position in this debate. 
I'm just dissecting issues, difficult issues, the okay. way I see them. Okay, no, it's true. That's what I'm talking about. That's, yeah, sure. that's, you know. Sure. Uh, well, um, the way I see it, uh, the article, right? Uh, how we as males get to determine how a woman should handle her body or even her internal hormonal systems. Mm-hmm. It seems like we as males feel like we have a say. You mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. Hence, uh, that kind of motivated my my article. I'll share with if I feel like it's right at that top point. Mm-hmm. But I think I gave it to you for editing. Remember? The, I, yeah, that's the, the one. The South African dream. So yeah, it, yeah, it kind of brought out stuff like uh, how we objectify women, number mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. and how we get to a point where we or how we go to a point where we are just so comfortable with Telling a woman that you gotta be on contraceptive. Yes. You know, it's gotta be a choice. Yeah. But some, some, somehow, um, what I see in college through my interactions, it's somehow a guy's decision. Yeah. And when a woman does not take a pill, oh yes. my, yes. the yeah. world yeah. is ending, the sky is falling, <laughs> she is irresponsible. Oh yeah, well, man. Yeah. It's, it's quite, it's quite hectic and, and painful mm. to come to think of it. So we just need to, to keep a balance. Like I said, balanced approach to equality. You know, it's, you know. Well, it's 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 my my kind of approach that I would like to have. You know. Mm-hmm. So way forward, if I am to say, uh, how do we attain this balance? Like I said, we just gotta have these kind of podcasts, the yacht podcasts. We we, we need it live. Yeah, it would have been like super nice and we just have the most difficult of conversations. Absolutely. That's one of the ways to start. Yeah, just the most difficult. With difficult people. I don't think I'm difficult. But I've got difficult friends, you know. Yeah. (laughs) So you want even more opinionated people. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, No, you must introduce me to them. I would definitely love to have further conversations. (laughs) Yeah, we 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 definitely need that. So yeah. yeah. I wanted to say something as you were speaking. Oh sure. Again, it comes back to my point. A balanced system. But the the fact is that the balance has been skewed towards men for so long. So the way you balance that out is to give a little more to women. Comes back to my question that you have been evading. How long is long, really? <laughs> I have no idea <laughs> how long so, is long. I well, do let's, not let's, know. Let's try to establish when this feminism movement started and the girl child protection movements. I don't know if it's the right term, like girl child protection movement, I, or we I'm just sure. stick to feminism. The, um. I think that that's so complex, but I do know there were three ways of feminism. Maybe there's a fourth one. I don't know. And they probably started uh, in the 90s. There probably is a fourth one, I yeah, think. Yeah, they probably this one just sweeping men off their feet, like, oh, you know. God. <laughs> you know? And I think, but I think there's different levels of feminism that has um, shown themselves. Um, oh, I didn't know there were layers. Yeah, because you have, gosh, I've heard things like, Radical feminism, black feminism, um, intersectional feminism. Uh, what's the other one? Great. I've heard eco-feminism. Great. Great. Now, you, know, you, you like, just mentioned something really important. Yeah. What? So, of all these layers, right? Yes. Like you said, four layers, mm-hmm. so four waves. Mm-hmm. Which one is more predominant 
And which one? I have which no of those idea. four do women give priority to? Mm. I have okay. an answer to that. You but do? anyway, continue. Okay. I think I have an answer to that. I oh god, I need to give this from a personal point of view. Oh, yeah, I've sure. heard of I feminism. Um but I, the way I translated it was that it's feminism for the individual. Okay. I, you I know what I mean? Okay. Yes. And for me, I think there is a reality that equality can, is difficult considering the sexes um, uh, or the cisgendered um, people. So that's heterosexual, straight, male and females. Sure. Yeah. Um, we but inherently are not equal, you know, in terms of biology and in terms of um, cultural uh, context. Because of, you know, cultural norms, we inherently will not be equal. And I don't think we can erase cultural norms that quickly, right? So I think equality has to be... Um, equality has to be achieved knowing that, that inherent non-equality in the sexes, right? In the cisgenders. Yeah, yeah. Makes and, a lot of sense. Right? Yes. Makes a lot of sense. And, and then... You're just pumping me up with... Okay, cool. Uh-huh. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> the fact that you seem very happy makes me worried. And whether I should reevaluate my own... Life. No, it's cool, it's cool. And cool, also, yeah. we must remember that um, the, <clears throat> the idea of feminism is to give choice to females and not to give... Uh, to give to redistribute power through choice to females, and so a woman should be able to choose more. And of course, she can choose what kind of feminism she wants. If she wants to be a radical feminist and think that, um, uh, I I don't think radical feminism is a word. I think there's another one that thinks men are not. We are never going to benefit from men. It's not radical feminism. It's another word. Um, it's another type of feminism and thinks that men should be eradicated, then it's totally her choice. It's totally up to her. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, if if I am to ask a really innocuous question, okay, what are the founding principles? Because everything mushrooms out, okay, from the main founding principles. That's of feminism, true, right? and feminism. So, there have been arguments that feminism is a, is a white woman's, you know, like exactly. So I think if we debunk that, <laughs> you know, if we could just get down to the root cause or the root bottom of of feminism. Way, Oh, how did we come about feminism? You know, it's funny, like, uh, when someone accuses a black man of being racist, I don't think a black man can be racist. But what is the definition of racism? It's like prejudice based on color. Yeah, exactly. If you dig down where that word came from, you get to understand that, no, there's got to be another word for whatever it is they call reverse racism. Yes, there has to be because yeah. there's no implication, like there's no yeah. systematic implications for a black person being racist. racist. Exactly. So, but, uh, sorry um, I had to digress. Yeah, but, we're digressing uh, and it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the <laughs> thing is, if we could just get to the founding principles of feminism, of feminism right? and the source. And the source and what were the basic founding principles and what motivated that. Yes. I think we can get a clear picture of how and why people then tend to tend to all the other funny branches of feminism. Like you mentioned one great 
branch mm-hmm. or segment mm-hmm. i feminism yes that's like individual right yes okay and i would like to presume like there's some heightened sense of individualism in there i hope so great <laughs> so what comes i like with... to think i'm self-aware <laughs> <laughs> so what, what comes with i mean a heightened sense of individualism um nothing good comes out of that individualism ah, in as much as but isn't is there good. a difference between oh 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 i see what you mean like um individualism in terms of in the, like extreme independence where you do not depend on community yep, exactly. and togetherness yeah. and yeah so okay. do you think uh, that certain segment of feminism brings about anything positive to society well it depends on the person <laughs> it's high feminism <laughs> You can say it depends on the person. It literally does, though. No, no, I I beg to differ, Lynette, beg because to differ. um, these things, right? Feminism, religion, democracy. They my viewpoint, they are in one bracket. Yeah, uh-huh. because they are faith fueled. Faith fueled. Yeah. Okay. Democracy can only exist where people think it exists. Mm-hmm. Religion is faith fueled. Mm-hmm. We just believe that there is some kind of deity up there mm-hmm. that we worship, and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so is feminism. It's mm-hmm. faith fueled. We don't see it, right? But people just gotta believe that. You know what? I need to attain some sort of equality in whatever situation that I am, mm-hmm. considering my gender and stuff like that. But now, when it comes to individualism. How then does it help a cause? Because mm-hmm. we've got feminism at the, at the foundation. We've got radical, I feminism. The other six, seven, eight, other, you know, I'm sure there are like plenty of them. There's probably are. Because, yeah, yeah, women, you like to spoil yourself for choice. Oh, um. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Oh, but man. it's cool. Yeah. So <laughs> let's get to the point. Let's get to the point. The point <laughs> is, whatever it is that uh, is uh, breeding all these other segments of feminism, it's gotta be cautious and really sensitive. Like as women, I'll suggest come back to where it all started, and let's just stick to one cause. Because I'm sorry, you 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 triggered this in me when you mentioned I feminism, and I'm just thinking now, individual feminism. That's like do you know what? I'm still trying to work this out, but also I don't think it's it's up to the male to <laughs> no, 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 determine no, no. what direction feminism should take. It's not entirely up to us, but if you tell me radical, nothing radical is good. Okay. <laughs> Nothing radical, be it feminism or I'm getting, I'm, radical. I'm getting emotional right now. <laughs> Nothing radical is good, man. Nothing radical good. Nothing okay. individualistic is good. Okay. Okay, so okay. I'm, I'm not shunning feminism as a whole. I'm just like, okay, we actually have many branches and femi- segments. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Sorry to cut you off, but no, sure. a thought came to me. What I will agree with you is that there needs to be a form more unity amongst women in terms of um, like we do not want women who come here and curtail the progress of uplifting other women. There needs to be more unity and more um, um, 
I think unity is the best word, but togetherness in terms of fighting for a certain cause. And yeah. we don't need yeah. factionism within, you know, a move, movements of feminism. Yeah. I don't think we need women like curtailing each other. You know, you know what but, you have, uh, say? Uh-huh. You know Yuval? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, this is twin on questions mm-hmm. for the 21st century. Mm-hmm. The first opening line, right? He said, In a world deluged with a lot and irrelevant information, uh-huh. clarity is power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So empowerment entails, I mean, taking some sort of disproportionate amount of power we male have, males have, and shade with women. Correct. Mm-hmm. True. But now, if you guys don't, speak I don't even. Voice, I, I don't even think shared. I think dismantling the system that place <clears throat> repeatedly places power. So, you know. Okay. In, in, um, yeah. uh, true. True. For males. If, if you would ask me, that's that's a long shot. It it's it's maybe dismantling and re- realistically it may be realistically yeah ideally sounds good but on the real though. It's quite a long shot. But how do you start? It starts with a small step, and then we might share. <laughs> just, 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 just joining the ship, man. You know the person sail. Yeah. The person who's holding the pie and the knife, talking about sharing. You know, like <laughs> that always becomes but, but You guys have made strides. I mean, we have made strides, yeah. and yeah. you've got you have some sort of ammunition or arsenal. Now you can fire back like, no, we want this. No, you can't keep saying this. No, you get it. Yeah. Be hardcore, man. (laughs) I think that's true. And I think one of the ways that a lot of progress I personally have seen is, is in shifting of gender roles. I think among my own personal experiences, among my friends, among my male friends and female friends, there has been a shifting of an understanding of what can men do or only men can do this, only women can do this. You know, like well, I was sh- never for that. I, I grew up uh, matriarchs. Mm. I've got sisters, and whenever I visit my mom, I swap the floors, I cook. I clean dishes, mm-hmm. and it's not even an issue to me. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, hell, I even make lunch for my girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> that's I like so cooking, cute. Right? So, yeah, well, but uh, that's besides the point. Well, I think. Uh, I hope you do more, but then go on. <laughs> and I hope you don't think to you, you're gaining brownie points if you make her lunch. No, well, I actually, you're deep down from my. <laughs> deep down, you're like. She needs to know. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, well, but uh, yeah, that's besides the point. <laughs> but yeah, Lynette, um, shifting of gender roles. Yeah, it it begins at I mean grassroots level. It does. Grassroots is the house, the household. Mm. Yeah, it's quite sad. I visit some friends. You've got households where the fathers in the still perpetuate this old school thinking. Mm, mm. You know, like, no, you can't cook. Let your sisters do it. I'm like, hey, dude, but you can cook, can you? Yeah, you have yeah. hands and feet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> can you? can you cook? Can you? Yeah, you can. So why do you have to still stick to, you know, yeah. Right. Or maybe I have a soft spot for this because I have a lot of sisters and I wouldn't want them to walk into some 
kind of patriarchal environment that's no like that's not like, only your sisters yeah, so, any woman shouldn't yeah, have to they, walk they, they, into they, like yeah, no one deserves to go exactly so, and men don't deserve to be le- saddled with that idea of being the providers you know or well being, ideally Lynette I would like to provide for my woman <laughs> I can still do so the dishes, though. I can still do the dishes, though. But I, I would like to provide for her. You You'd know? like to, but like, if the like woman, if, if you don't need to work, you don't have to. I got your back. I'll hold you down. <laughs> and here I thought we were making progress. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it is what it is, right? But it is, yeah, yeah, well, I understand. We have to. Equality is good. It's very good. But again, it's 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 really uh, it's really conflicting, you know. It's it's like I said, it's a sensitive issue. It is. It's and a complex kind of, issue. Very complex. And what keeps us as a people as Africans is the culture, right? Mm-hmm. Never mind the good and the bad in the, there. Yes. So yes. it's quite hard to accept, comprehend and execute certain stuff mm-hmm. that we might feel like is an encroachment on our culture mm-hmm. by the West. I get it. So I don't know how as a people, both African males and African females can sit down, reconcile and come to you know, some sort of understanding. Like, okay, this is the middle ground. Mm-hmm. This is it. This is the new rules. I mean, rules are meant to change, right? Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. So I don't know, man. Hmm. I was just airing my, my strong opinions, right? No, and I appreciate your strong, eh? your airing. <laughs> let's air, <laughs> let's talk this out. Yeah. Um, that, I think that's a good <laughs> that's a good place to close it. Um, I do think cultural context is really really important. Absolutely. Um, and just being mindful of um the biases and you know kind of the uh, cultural what's the word the cultural nuances that we all have oh yeah sure and in building an ideal world for both genders um maybe to close and i want to challenge you to give me a very brief statement (laughs) what is your opinion on hashtag men are trash oh man that's a that's a a, well i don't know what motivated you don't? Are you well, not living in the 21st century? It is, but I don't know whoever started that thing, mm-hmm. what they went through or what a male did to them. Uh-huh. Probably was intense, but we need to stop thinking like that. Mm-hmm. We are not trash. Come on. Men are not trash. But I haven't really been following that on Twitter. Should be on Twitter, right? This is my, my thinking. I think it's very, 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 like, as women, we need to be very, very careful not to become Miss Andreas. Or to do, sorry, I, that's not a word. I just made that up. Um, or if it is a word, then I'm awesome. <laughs> you right? Um, we need to be very careful not to hate men, not to develop Miss Andrea. Yes. Um, I'm working every day not to hate men because men are trash. 
in the very many instances that I live my daily life, <laughs> men do show their very ugly sides on a repeated basis. It's not even like a one-time thing. It's like on a repeated day Whoa. basis. You, you're you, like, you gotta be happy because it's all out there. You're crook. Like, this, these are the kind of things that women face on a daily basis you, you meet a guy he's great and he's right. nice and then so, three so months down the line so he's married me, woman, like tell me woman um uh-huh. here you are men are trash i don't know where that came from number I, one i don't know who started the trend i should exactly. actually look that up how would you then lump us into one monolith like men are trash do you know how many african men are out there how many tribes how many nationalities but Probably one Zimbabwean man just put wool over your eye. Men are trash. What? So, okay. You get it? Fine. So okay. That's got some kind of prejudice. You see, when I say feminism sometimes comes from a point of malice. It's, it's just prejudice. Why? Why? It's practicality. If I Are you comfortable with me telling you, Tinashe, beware of snakes? Are you comfortable with me telling you that? Yeah. Why? Because snakes bite. And majority will basically kill you. Yeah. It's a survival mechanism. It's Snakes a survival code. Men are designed to bite humans. Humans are Men designed, are designed to, to exploit women. women. They're literally I, grown. I, I, they I, are I, conditioned. They are. I beg to differ. 100%. <laughs> oh my God. We should stop no. this. <laughs> like we stab each other. No. <laughs> There's a no. pen close to me. <laughs> No, but I think but well well I I don't know the kind of circumstances or situations you've encountered uh but you can't say that again that men are designed to exploit women. I'm not an exploiter. Uh, well, you, congratulations, you're the one unicorn who's (laughs) not an exploiter. (laughs) But you know you know what I mean? Tinasha, you may think you're not, but internally you have mannerisms and thought patterns that place you in higher regard than any woman you meet not even you do not live your life thinking thinking this way but you have internalized it and so it plays my, my, my out my in one way or just, another no it's well, your conditioning it's systematic nah, conditioning and no. we can't ignore <laughs> that we can't ignore that reality i think well I, Reality and women have been conditioned subjective. to, to, to it's subjective no. in, in, in this particular case. Uh, uh, you see why I have problems with feminism sometimes <laughs> because of men, they don't, yeah. This hashtag men are trash when you try to bring out some kind of prejudice underlying that hashtag <laughs> or that handle, or I don't know what it is right now, or lifestyle. People never want to apologize or never come out in the clean like, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Maybe we overreacted or anything. Mm-hmm. No. Why? Mm. Because men are trash. Um, no, I didn't say that. Listen, <laughs> maybe, maybe the focus shouldn't be on trying to remove this very apt and very, um, you know, it, it sometimes it becomes itself... What's the word? It self-fulfills, that hashtag. Sometimes it really does self-fulfill. But I think maybe the focus on men shouldn't be on trying to dismantle this thing that also empowers women and also makes women feel like they, they, they're, they're voicing their discontent through movements like this. But in having an active role in changing behavior so that women can remove this hashtag and not, and not 
Like, it's like, you know, when a woman sees hashtag men are trash and it literally speaks to her soul because she knows that. Maybe she's a malicious woman. No, maybe, maybe, maybe her lived experience. Oh, yeah, you know, there are you know? so many possibilities. Maybe yeah. it strikes a chord. Maybe she's just malicious. Oh, God. Maybe she's just, you know, and she's, she's just unhinged, you know. Unhinged. No Did you say unhinged? <laughs> Are you saying she's crazy? Yeah, sort of. I'm just saying. Because there, 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 yeah. yeah, there are also a lot of crazy men out there. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy men. A lot is an understatement. There are also a lot of crazy women out there. True. There's this a lot of crazy people in general. So you're saying in closing, right? Yes. Whoever started this hashtag, that's one of the statistics. Crazy women. <laughs> Crazy women right there. Uh, I'm sorry if you are the one who started this and you're well, listening to this. I'm so sorry, but <laughs> you need to start, start taking some mental meds. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's it. I'm done. I'm shutting my mouth now. <laughs> we, uh, let's stop. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> who started men are trash. Um, hashtag young African talks. closing i just want to thank you tinashe for bringing your voice and bringing your opinions to the podcast and um i think it's really relevant for us to discuss these things because we are living out these things every single day as young africans and i personally would love to hear an opinion that is very relevant to other african countries we have a zimbabwean perspective over here we have a kenyan don't lump it in the zimbabwe don't lump it in there we just have a general tinashe perspective yeah yeah because you know i'm sure a lot of zimbabwe men out there would disagree with you okay granted um, but I would love to hear what everybody's thinking and talking. Just send us a voice note at Yad Podcast on Instagram. Send us a voice note via email, the Yad Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. It's the underscore Yad, Y-A-T. I'd love to hear everybody's thoughts. Thank you so much for listening. Tell a friend. And we'll see you at the next episode. Thanks, Nashi, and happy birthday. No, thanks, Lynette. It feels good to be old. <laughs> <laughs>